Hello, Spirit School listeners. Thank you guys so much for joining me for the February energy forecast and spirit messages. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see I have a fancy setup right now. Um, very excited for the people who are audibly listening. I don't know if you guys can notice a difference, but I just got an amazing new podcast mic. Um, it's the Rode USB dynamic podcast mic. I know I've been teaching a podcast course, which was incredibly popular. I think we've had over a dozen podcast launches from the November empowered podcaster class. And it was funny right after that class, my podcast mic died. <laughs> and so I had to research and get a new one and road, which is our ODE make some of the most incredible, um, you know, audio mics. I know nothing about like music or singing, but they have studio quality uh, mics and systems. So I found a really cool podcast mic. And so I'm really curious to see uh, for those who tune into the podcast, if you notice a difference in the sound quality. So yeah, very exciting. I hope you guys are doing amazing. I hope that you had an amazing January. I know that there was a lot of energetic shifts that happened in January, a little bit of craziness. Um, absolutely. But I will be honest with you, the way that I have been feeling has been incredibly peaceful. Um, I've been doing a lot of work though. I will be doing a podcast episode next week called, um, I think I'm going to be titling it titling it flow and dark night of the soul, uh, because we definitely ebb and, th and flow through life. Um, sometimes we'll feel peaceful and just everything's going right. And then other times we just like, can't get it right. And things are chaotic. And I have just recently experienced what I would consider to be a dark night of the soul. And I was still able to fully function and still able to like show up in my practice and show up for my clients, but it didn't, you know, I, I don't get spared or saved from having these dark night of the soul experiences. And what are the learnings that come out of them? And what are the, you know, the flow that comes after one of these dark nights of the soul. So I'm really excited to kind of share a little bit about that experience, uh, give you signs to look for in your own life. And honestly, if you are somebody who are you like crazy, Danielle? Like I have like the craziest, hardest month ever. You know, I do definitely send you all my love and all my strength. Uh, but for the most part, from what I have experienced with my clients and I'm serving over a hundred women right now between my initiation program and my initiation circle, I, I can say that I have seen a very common theme of peace coming in, um, wrapping up January. At the time I am recording this, uh, we are just in the full moon in Leo energy, which is one of my favorite moons of all time. Uh, last year when we entered the full moon in January, or I guess it was February 5th last year, um, when we were in the full moon in Leo is when I did something that scared the pants off of me. And I did my first public demonstration of mediumship. And I never thought I would do demonstrations because of the stage fright that has plagued me my entire life. But my astrologer, Natalie of Social and Astrology, challenged me to just do it. She's like, just do it scared. Just get out there and do it on the full moon in Leo when, you know, the cosmos are supporting you and nurturing you on this path. So I did it. It was one of the most magical experiences of my life. So I will just start uh, with this podcast episode and this, you know, for the people on YouTube watching this, that it is worth doing things that make you a bit uneasy that make you scared before I heard her say, well, you'll just have to do it scared. It never occurred to me that people did things, even though they were scared, I played my life so incredibly safe and I played not to lose, right? I never played to win. I'm not a competitive person by nature at all. And so it was very interesting for me 
to see what was on the other side of this fear and see what was on the other side of challenging myself. Um, and it was very activating. I think that's the only word. My Claire, my Claire audience completely cracked open after that night. I definitely had Claire audience experiences before that, but that first night of doing my first demonstration of mediumship in front of 22 people, um, standing in front of them, just sharing my gift. It's a very vulnerable state to be in, but I realized that that whole night was really clairaudient. And uh, ever since then, my clairaudience has really picked up. So super fun, super worth going through some of these things. Um, and I must be talking about this because I do feel that spirit is encouraging us to really start stretching ourselves, to really start to embody and attract the lives that we see as our highest potential. And I know we have been working towards this. If you follow these spirit messages and energy forecasts, like for any amount of time, you know that this is something that I'm constantly talking about because I have actually seen what it feels like to live in what I consider to be my highest potential. And I still have many more places I want to go. The dream doesn't end here, but I can say with all honesty that if I were to, you know, goddess forbid tomorrow, die, I would die incredibly happy and incredibly fulfilled. And I couldn't say that a year ago. I couldn't say that even a year and a half ago. I couldn't say that ever in my life, but I could say that now here today, that I have created a life for myself that gives me so much fulfillment and so much joy. I do feel I am actually living my highest potential right now at this moment. And so I'm so passionate about sharing this with other women in particular, and men as well. I do have a lot of male listeners and a lot of male clients as well, but sometimes women come in with this different conditioning and this different wound that we come in with. It's like, there's not enough or I need to play it safe because we are the matriarchs of the family and there is a lot of pressure on us um, to really kind of like provi provide and be everything to everybody. And so we put ourselves last place. And so it's not surprising me to me to hear that like a lot of women, especially after having children and you really give over your life to being a mom, there is like a missing something. And I have seen it over the years of working with women and they are usually moms who, you know, the kids are like seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, even going into teenagers where they're like, I want to find myself again. Right. And there's that desire. You just know that there is something more to reach for. There is a potential that hasn't been hit yet. And so spirit is really encouraging us in the month of February to start stretching ourselves and really start leaning into the discomfort. I'm totally quoting Renee Brown quote, here right now they're coming to me but really leaning into that discomfort and stepping into the arena of your life fully stepping in not worrying about playing it safe like I did for my first 37 years of life right playing not to lose play to win play to reach the highest potential of your existence and what I love about astrology and I wish I was an astrologer I just I don't think that's part of my path, but I do recommend people look at astrology because the best way I have heard it explained is your astrology chart really maps 
out your highest potential. If you live in alignment with the higher vibration of the placements of your chart, because of course there are shadow traits and there are light traits. And so that's what I love about astrology. And I love getting astrology readings because I was like, I just want to know in the stars what my highest potential is. And when I finally got the courage to step out of my one-on-one work and work more with groups, which was only a year and a few months ago, guys, um, it was because my astrologer said, like, you must work with large audiences. And I said, no, 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 no. I mean, I've taught classes up to eight people is kind of where I cap out my, um, you know, how I feel comfortable in front of like eight people. And she said, well, at your highest potential in your chart, you're going to be talking to very large audiences, like being on a stage. And I was like, ooh, like you have the wrong girl. Without a doubt, you have the wrong girl. That's literally how I felt about myself and how lacking of courage and confidence I was even though I had the podcast and you know the podcast for me was kind of like the stepping stone for coming out and like reaching a larger audience and kind of like working through some of that stage fright but she did make me she did say communicating is a big part of your path and being in front of large audiences and so that's a come I stepped into doing the demonstration and I did another one the following month I added um 12 seats I think it is I had 33 people there And so I, and then we went into lockdown. So I wasn't able to do it again, uh, unfortunately. And I can't wait to get back to it because those were really magical experiences. But then I had to kind of like step into the arena of my highest potential. And I started doing larger group things. I started teaching larger group classes. I did the language of spirit course after that. It was last April, I think. And I had 44 people there. That was the first time I talked to that many people at once live with my face. And so last year for me was a really big year of kind of stepping into the arena, stretching myself, continuing to stretch myself. Today, it's only 11, it's 11, 14 a.m. right now when I'm recording this, I've already talked to a hundred faces, not at once, two groups of kind of like 50-ish. And last year at this time, that wasn't even in my realm of potential. So this is how come the spirit message around February is really around, you know, using an experience that I've had a lot can happen in a year for you guys if you do step into the arena of your life. And so what does that mean? What do you want to do? What do you want to do with your life? What are you feeling called to do? You don't need to know the minor details. When I stepped into the arena of my life last year and stood in front of those 22 people to share my gift, I didn't know classes were following. I didn't know I would launch an online school. I didn't know I would have a membership. I didn't know I would have sold out programs. I had no idea any of that was coming and I didn't need to. All I had to do was take one little courageous step at a time, right? One little courageous step at a time and the rest really does unfold in front of you. And I also want to be very clear that spirit has shown me time and time again that we don't miss opportunities, right? Opportunities that are meant for us to behold will come back to us time and time again until we are ready to step on that path. So by saying this and wanting to motivate you guys into stepping into the arenas of your life, I am not saying that if you don't, you're going to fall behind because you will sooner or later, if not this lifetime, then the next. So you're not going to miss out on anything, but could you see what has 
you know, transpired over the past year. We've seen so many people, you know, pass away. We've seen so many people's lives change overnight. The security of like the day jobs being completely ripped out from under them. And again, the illusion of safety and security that these corporations are giving us. And I'm putting big air quotes in here, right? This illusion of safety of these golden handcuffs. We're seeing that model being completely ripped out from under the rug. It's not sustainable and it's an illusion of safety um, that they have instilled upon us. So we see all these big changes. A lot of us should be feeling around this point. I'm not wasting any more time. I'm not going to waste another year feeling out of alignment. I'm not going to waste another year feeling like I'm not living my highest potential and I'm willing to take the baby steps required to step into the arena of my life. So I'm just going to call this episode, step into the arena of your life, because that keeps coming to me. And I've never heard that saying before, though. I have heard Brene Brown say like, you can't criticize me unless you're in the arena. That's the quote that I've heard her say, like, that's so good. But I would love to hear what courageous steps you are taking towards reaching your highest potential in this life and getting to a point in your life where you're like, you know what, if I died today, I would die a satisfied person. I I know that I challenged myself. I stretched myself and I got to feel that intense flow energy, which lets you know when you're in alignment. So now I'm going to dip into the card energy um, and I'm using this month Yasmin Bolin's Moonology and I really wanted to use an angel deck, but I did feel very inspired to use this deck because I am recording this in the full moon of Leo energy. And so the first card that came out literally four times was the new moon card, right? Funny, we're in a full moon, but the new moon card came out and it was about a new start is coming. So January typically represents new start. But for some reason, spirit is making me feel that January was just kind of like a wash for some people, like just kind of like fumbling through the whole month. And then as we come into February, people are actually feeling this new start and the motivation for the new start. So you just need to know that your spirit teams are really supporting you in this new start energy. And they're like, yes, you are ready. Yes, this is your permission slip. Yes, you can take a leap or you can take a step. It doesn't matter. We are supporting you absolutely either way. They're asking you to also hold the vision because I feel like there are some people who are listening that know the end game but don't know the steps to guide you there. So they are actually asking you to hold that bigger vision and just follow every single cookie crumb along the way, every single cookie crumb. Okay. So that's opposite of me where sometimes I don't, well, actually almost all the time, I don't know where I'm going or what the end goal is, but I'm taking every little baby step towards whatever it is. I'm just following some sort of like energetic frequency where I'm like, where's this going to go? Where's this going to go? go. Um, I totally feel uh, just inspired to follow it. But this is for the people who get overwhelmed because they see the end goal, but they don't see how to get there. So for you guys who are listening, I'm telling you right now, spirit is saying, hold that vision because they are giving you the signs and they are giving you the inspirations to take those steps towards getting into that arena of what your dharma is, what your destiny is going to be. So there's also a card here, which is the new moon in cancer card. And spirit is just really needed to say as part of this card that you are safe. I feel like safety, and I've seen it time and time again with my clients, actually, sometimes safety can trump experience, right? I'm a bit like that. Like, you'll never catch me 
I will never bungee jump. I'll never jump out of plane. Like I'm not a thrill seeker by any way. I'm like, I will say safe here on the ground, right? Like safety is very keen for me um, in the human experience. But for a lot of you, again, like the illusion of safety that like our bosses give us or our companies give us, or, you know, our bank account gives us spirit is letting you know that despite everything that you feel like you need to feel complete, that you are safe. Like you will be safe and supported if you decide to make some shifts in your life. And you will, you absolutely will, especially for the light workers out there. And I'm just going to go on a whim here and say that everyone who's trying to listen to this podcast or this YouTube channel is a light worker in some way, shape or form. When you are doing spirits work, you are provided for, you are, you just are, especially if you're doing it for the right intention um, and, and for the right reasons, right? It's like, I don't think that people who are drawn to this work are going to be like winning the lotto, like rich or anything, but I'm always surprised that I'm always provided for. Even after Bender died, I had to scale back my work about 90%, like literally 90%, but somehow, some way I still brought in the same income as the months before. So it was like, I was supported in those months by spirit to grieve and to really kind of like break down. This was my dark night of the soul I'll talk about in the next podcast episode, but I was still supported financially. I was still safe. And that was my biggest worry is like, do I need to push through this grief to show up how I've always shown up? I had just launched my membership, you know, over 60 people at that time. I had like all these one-on-one clients, my readings, and I had to kind of really scale back and push some things to the back burner um, so that I could properly grieve and I was still supported. So that's just kind of like an example of how the world of spirit works, right? I'm doing this work for the right reasons. And I know that you guys are too. And you're in your integrity. So it does take a certain amount of trust and a certain amount of faith to just like trust that you're going to be supported and you're supported on your spiritual work, but also your human experience as well. Right. That's one thing that, you know, has really kind of come to my awareness in the past couple months is how I see so many light workers like opting out of the human experience by like avoiding human things. And I'm like, we did sign up for this human experience for a reason. So we should move through it. All the good, the bad, the ugly, but know that we're spiritually supported at the same time. Spirit is actually calling you to bring love into every situation in your life right now. They do take me to a little bit of conflict with a relationship. Now, this could be a friendship. This could be a boss. This could be, you know, a lover or a partner in your life. They are showing me that there is a little bit of conflict around this. And I don't know if I said this last month, February 14th, which I know is Valentine's Day is going to be a big day. Um, I just feel very much that something big is going to happen on February 14th. I get a good feeling off of it, but it'd be very interesting to see what you guys experience this. But in preparation for whatever's going to be coming that day, which I do feel expansive about, which means good, right? Um, Spirit is wanting you to bring love into the situation that's giving you a little bit of havoc right now. They really want the love to bring the peace in with this experience. So, right, where can you add love? And what does that look like, right? Love is forgiving yourself. Love is forgiving others. Love is the act of divine grace, turning fear into love where love is present. Fear is a stranger and love is here. Right. And so maybe it's telling those around you, you love them all the time. Just like, I love you so much. I love you. I love you. Me and my son, he's so cute. He's four years old. 
he'll just come up to me. He's like, I love you, mom. I'm like, I love you, Minxie. And like, we just say that over and over and over again to each other. And it just like lights me up. So where can you incorporate more love into your life? Where can you tell more people in your life that you love them? How can you turn fear into love through the act of divine grace and the law of grace? I would love that. Spirit is also making me feel for February, and this could be part and parcel of you guys stepping into the arena of your life, that adjustments are going to be made. And I feel like what I want to say around this very much is schedules. I feel like the way that we're working and the way that we're scheduling our lives is not really cohesive for what we're actually calling into our life. So again, as an example, <laughs> I want peace. I want peace in my life, but how I schedule my life doesn't really leave space for peace. I seem to jam things in. And so again, spirit is letting me know that there are going to be people out there who are listening to this and tuning into this who also need to make some adjustments to your schedule so that you can incorporate more of what you are trying to call into your life. Okay. So play with that. Maybe you need to have longer gaps of doing nothing right? Maybe you need longer gaps with no plans so that you can start to get a little bit clear and calm the nervous system a little bit um, before you make some of these big, bold steps into the arena of your life. Okay. I promise that's the last time I'm going to say that. <laughs> I'm annoying myself. So I can imagine some people out there. Okay. So let's just see. I'm going to pull one more card. Okay. This is your last card for the month of February, guys. And it just like activates my heart chakra so much. I'm smiling ear to ear. If you're on YouTube right now, you can see this big smile on my face, but this is one of my favorite cards in the deck. And it says, have faith in your dreams. Like beautiful guys. Look at the butterfly on this. You see like the crescent moon coming in. It's a waxing crescent, right? So it's building up. It's a building up moon phase. It's the build up. And so spirit really wants you to hold faith in your dreams. Hold that vision. Hold that vision and start taking the necessary baby steps towards that vision and trust that you're not going to miss anything. Spirit will make it incredibly clear that this is actually meant for you. So hold faith in your dreams. I've mentioned the word faith a couple times on this forecast and in these spirit messages. So I love it. So I feel good about February, guys. I'm excited to see what happens February 14th for everybody. I would love to see your posts on this podcast episode. Share it with your friends. Tag me at Squamish Medium on it. I would love to know what you're doing, what you're going to be calling in, what frightens you that you think that you can move through so that you can start playing bigger in your life. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Do leave a review if you don't mind. Um, yesterday I had a really cool experience. If you follow me in my stories, I did share this on my Instagram stories, but on my phone, when I look at um, the podcast app, I see these reviews. But yesterday I had to go link in one of my communities, a podcast episode with Sarah McCormick that I wanted to share with people. So I was looking for it and I saw totally different reviews on the web based page for my podcast versus what's on my phone. I don't know what that's about, but I was so incredibly touched by the reviews that you guys have left. Like I actually cried last night reading them and I, my husband was next to me and he's getting a little bit more involved in my practice now. And he's starting to kind of come around guys. He's coming around. He's coming around. I know I have so many 
partners with skeptical husbands as well. And so he is coming around and I was reading him the reviews that people were leaving the podcast and he was so touched. He was so proud of me. And so I just want to thank you guys for that experience in my marriage, because it really uh, brought a moment of connection between me and my husband. And he was so proud of me. And you know, another thing too, is my parents are very proud of me right now. It's incredible. Like taking these big, scary leaps, right. Leaving my job last year. And it was, it's almost been exactly a year since I went full-time into my practice. No one knew how this was going to go. Right. And my mom now is helping me, um, on the community side of my business. And yesterday she was telling me, she's like, you're so natural when you talk to people, like it literally feels like you're talking to a bunch of girlfriends. And those are kind of in alignment with a lot of the comments that I do receive on the podcast and within the YouTube page as well. And that just kind of like lights my heart because I do feel like I've had a really good year in business. And a lot of it is because I'm just being myself. Like I'm just showing up hundred percent as myself. Um, though I do put on makeup for these videos, I will not lie. And typically in my life, I do not wear makeup. <laughs> I only wear it when I work. Um, so people in town probably hardly recognize me because I don't like wearing makeup very much at all. But other than that, I just kind of show up as myself. And so I really encourage you guys to that wherever you're at in your life, whether it's, you know, personal life or business, being yourself a hundred percent of the time is so much less draining than being somebody who you think other people expect you to be. And that was kind of like my corporate career too. It was like, I, it was a little bit draining for me because I was like holding back a little bit because I can't, can't be like this in a big corporate job. So look at where in your life, if you're not living fully yourself. And for some of you out there, you might not quite know who you are right now. And that's perfectly fine too, because that self-discovery journey is so important. And that self-discovery journey is so fun as well. So I look forward to hearing about it. Did want to just plug a little bit my initiation circle. So this is a monthly membership. It is $97 a month Canadian, works out to be about $75 a month American. It's just a month to month commitment. And it's for anybody who wants to kind of develop their intuitive or mediumship abilities. If you hop into the community, there is a bunch of resources going back to August, including mediumship masterclasses, guest mentor classes, um, weekly spirit circles. So there's a ton of meditations in there, a lot of resources to support you on developing your, your abilities. Um, there's also coaching calls that I do. So you can look at past coaching calls, which are Q and A's with the, with the membership February. I'm really excited because one of uh, our sisters in the circle, Amber, who is an incredible channeler and she works with the Akashic Rushers is going to be teaching a class on how you can access the Akashic Records. My friend, Christy Pike, who is soulful branding, she's going to be doing a business class for people who are, you know, out there giving readings and starting to build an audience of some kind. So she's a branding specialist. She's going to be doing a class on that. And then Emily and her stars on Instagram is going to be doing astrology forecasts each month for the community. It's going to be so much fun. Of course, I'm going to be teaching a class. Uh, we have Lauren Rainbow joining us as a guest mentor in March. I'm so excited for that. So it is something that is a really close-knit community. It's a beautiful, safe space to kind of stretch yourself. Going to leave it there. Hope you guys are amazing. I hope February is going to be completely divine and activating for you all. I can't wait to hear what shifts come for you guys.